Welcome back to another episode of Producer Grind Podcast. Carrington and JB with me. Yo. See, know the building was good. Yeah, it was getting, man. What's happening? No introduction. No, for real, man. Pleasure to be here, man. Already, bro. Appreciate you pulling up, man. So I was looking at your Wikipedia, bro. It says you got over 7,000 placements. Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been making beats for a long time. You know How what I'm saying? How do you get 7,000 placements? Yeah, that's a lot. I thought it was a typo. I'm like 700, maybe. Nah, it's more than 700. You know, I've been making beats since like 98, man. Me and my brother over Damn. here had a... Um, a record label back in, we had tapes. Like, we was, we was passing out tapes. You know what I'm it's saying? So it's just like, from there to now, it's, it's, I ain't never stopped working, man. You know, I had, um, it's that. So, you know, it's probably, you know, I, I lost count, man. I don't know where that 7,000 placements came from, but it's up there. You know what I'm saying? Shit, me and Gucci got about 200 alone. So, you know mm. what I'm saying? It's it's up there. If, like, if you go looking, like the other day, I went to my BMI just to look at the catalog, the song catalog. Yeah. Man, you know what it said? Mm. Too many songs. It said too many songs. It's, you can uh, pull it up right now. It said too many songs. I broke the website. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I broke the site, man. I broke the BMI site, man. You don't like, even know man, how many you got registered. I don't know. Wow. I just know I just keep registering them, man. It's just like like too many songs. Well, take us all the way back to the beginning, man. All the way back to Michigan, man, where it all started. Uh, back in Michigan, man, it was like, you know, um, like niggas ain't had no money. You know what I'm saying? Niggas, niggas hustled to deal what they had to do. You know, like I seen my brother hustling, but I wasn't really like in the streets like that. Then after a while, uh, I'm, you know, I, like 14 years old. I'm, well, actually 13, my brother got killed. And then we moved to, um, we moved to, um, Water Relief, Michigan with a number of white people there. Mm. And uh, it was nothing to do. I was bored. My mama had bought us a computer. And so after that, I was, you know, playing games. I had went and found like a little boot CD. Used to have these little games on there. And so I popped it in there. And I got tired of the game. And then after that, I had found this thing that said Rebirth on it. I didn't know what it was. Yeah. So I was playing around with it. It was a beat machine. I was like, oh, shit, this motherfucker made beats. So you know, I'll make a beats on the computer. And that's when I started, like, you know, really, really getting in, getting serious into making beats. I had, you know, like left the house at like 14, you know what I'm saying? Because I didn't want to be on Water Elite no more. So I left. Like I walked back to Benton Harbor. I was like, you know, I ain't want to be there no more. So, you know, when I came back, I did this talent show and I hooked up with my boy, you know what I'm saying? That's my brother, who I call my brother, JD. And he was like, man, you know, you cold, you cold, you should, you know, rap. So we started like handing out tapes and stuff. You know that I that I recorded back in Water of Lead. I had the song called "It's Time to Roll," and after that, it just started, you know, taking off. And so I started doing beats for everybody in the hood. And after a while, it was just like you know, it only had like two sounds on it, so we had to upgrade. So then I went to the DR5. Niggas was like, "Damn, man, you doing all that shit on that on a rolling DR5?" I was like, "Yeah." And they was like, "Yo, we ain't gonna call you Cino no more. We're gonna call you Honorable Cino." So that's you know what the name had came from. Mm. And it's just from there on, it just, you know, just kept grinding, kept, you know what I'm saying? Then I started hustling, you know what I'm saying? We, like, ain't had no money because back, back in the day, hardware costed a lot of money. We right, didn't have, right. like, Fruity Loops where you can just go right. download the VST. You had to have some money to invest into, like, the hardware. So I took, it took me a long time to, you know, hustle up on some money to get this Motif 6. It was a um, Yamaha Motif 6. They cost, like, was sixteen hundred back in the day, so a nigga had to you know sell dope to get his 
get a Motif 6 because, you know, I wasn't selling beats like that or I wasn't. So a nigga had to figure out a way to hustle. So This one, you're like 14 or 15? Yeah, and this was more like 17, 18, okay. you know, out of high school yeah. type shit. And you know what I'm saying? And that's, after I got the motif, I started learning how to sample. I started learning how to, you know, do those type of things, like more like Kanye, because the back then it was uh, Kanye West, Just Blaze. You know, they was running shit with Rockefeller, so it was just like, damn, if I ain't, if you ain't got no sample, you can't even compete with what they got going on. So I, that's why I wanted that keyboard. So, and after that, it was just like, Kept on putting out music, but it Were wasn't you making those kind of beats, like New York type beats? Yeah, yeah, I'm cold with that New York shit. Like, if you go back there, you hear some shit. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely in the track record. I got some shit, like, you know, speed up samples. Like, and I don't I survive a couple of generations. <laughs> <laughs> was there yeah. anyone in your family that was, like, into music? Or, like, how did you, did you just, like, it was just something I picked. No, it was really just something I always wanted to do. Like my grandma had a piano, but she never played it. My grandma could sing, but it was really, it was just really something I knew that was gonna get us uh, out the hood. Like I was like, yo, if it was like everybody else rapping, fucking, I'm gonna make beats because right. all of us rapping ass niggas ain't finna just make it about this bitch. So you know, somebody <laughs> got to make beats. <laughs> so I was like, fuck it, I'll do it. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you gotta take the hit for the team. I got, I got a question for you. Yeah. So you you was talking about how you was hustling and stuff and using streets. Mm-hmm. You know, usually usually like producers, they don't have that type of energy. You know, like like I'm not saying they they're not supposed to do that, but usually producers like yo, I'm gonna sit at home and I'm gonna wait on it. You know what I'm saying? So when you got around these artists and stuff, you know, um, a lot of artists they hustle. You know, so yeah. does that relationship? It does that make you have like a a better understanding of what they do? So you know what I'm saying? That helps you. Yeah, like um. Going through poverty, you know, uh, being, like, coming from where I come from, it help you understand niggas, period. You got the same mindset, like, you know what I'm saying? The only thing that kind of hold me back is I got that same, even though I was, I'm not a rapper, you know what I'm saying? As a producer, I got that, shit, I'm street nigga too, so you ain't never got to rap on Ceno beat no more. You know, I got that type of, you know what I'm saying? So I had to kind of, like, get that out of me too, man. That was something I had to work on. You know, because we, it's pride. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I call it nigga pride. Like, you got that, oh, fuck you then, nigga. You, oh, you ain't gonna pay? All right, bet. <laughs> you ain't never gonna worry about rapping over Ceno beat no more. You know what I'm saying? So, that's something I had to, that's a demon I had to uh, deal with because that don't help at all. That's not yeah. the way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I learned a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a lot of, you know, a lot of people call me OG or something. I'm a lot of big brothers to people, but them uh, down south niggas taught me a lot. I have a Midwest mentality, man. I and it kind of it's it'll hold you back if um if you don't peep it early. You know what I'm saying? If what you don't, is a Midwest mentality? A Midwest mentality is uh fuck you pay me, mm. basically. You know what I'm saying? It's like a um it holds you back. You know what I'm saying? It don't it. You know, when Metro came down here, he was like more of a, a mover and a shaker. He gonna mess with this person, he gonna mess. but we kinda like stay in our own lane, you know what I'm saying? Kinda like a you know what I'm saying? But after after a while, man, I had to learn. It, it was a, a unlearn and relearn type of thing. Like I had to learn like that ain't the way you kinda like that's kinda like retarded, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like a retarded way of thinking, like you're not gonna come up that way, fam. I'm like it's a lot of things that I done learned that I had to unlearn and relearn. Like, you know, I was like being real or or my perception of being real was um like when somebody make a song and you don't like it, 
I don't care who in the room. I'm gonna tell them niggas, <laughs> I don't like that song. Damn, crushing their dreams. Yeah, crushing their hurt feelings. Like, and don't tell them why I don't like it. Just say you don't like. It. That's some. Right. Ad, you're an asshole, bro. Right. That's yeah. like some hating ass shit. So I For had real? to learn. Yeah, to me it is because you're like if you're in the room and you're creating with creatives, and um, you're in the room and you like you're their producer, bro. And these niggas rapping over your beat and you tell these niggas I don't like that shit. And you don't have a a way to work around of why you don't like it. Mm -hmm. That's negative energy. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? That like constructive criticism. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? If you go around you. successful people, man, they do things like they say, uh, they don't even say I don't like shit. They say, uh, you know, maybe we should uh suggestions. Yeah, they get suggestions and shit. You Let's know, niggas, we be like, man, that's some maybe bullshit. We'll... <laughs> go to the next beat, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Try again, like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Nigga pulling out the sniper. <laughs> like, damn. Now, so. what if it's your man's, though? Huh? What if it's your man's, though? I mean, yeah. No, yes. Two thumbs down, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it's it's not, you know what I'm saying? It's not the older me. That's the younger me. But the older, you know, the me now is like, you know, it's not. If you're building something, mm. right? You're going to kick down the bricks? Right. Or you're going to pick out the good things that you like about it? And build off of that. I feel you. You know that. what I'm saying? That's that's a producer mentality. I learned yeah. that shit from like two chains. He he made me realize that shit. He called me a hater one day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I had to sit because he, you know, them Virgos, man, they funny as a motherfucker, but they <laughs> they hit you with some jabs and you'll be like, hold on, man, you know, this nigga kinda right, man. Like, damn, I am kinda like a and so the, you know, that helped me, you know, like, let's say we'll do five songs and I don't like none of the songs. I used to be like, man, I'm going to just keep on making beats. Now I'll be like, yo, give me that. Let me see that. And I'll change it. And then I'll come back to the to the table and be like, yo, what you think about this? What you mean? You take the songs and you... And rearrange the beat the way I see it or add instruments, take instruments out. You know what I'm saying? Being mm -hmm. more, more hands-on producer instead of just saying, I don't like something. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's being more hands-on. So your homeboy can be rapping over a beat, right? And you think it's some bullshit what he's saying, but actually you can add and subtract some things and make it make that bullshit sound nice. You know, mm -hmm. people sell. You know, you can make bullshit sound good. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people turn you know shit into sugar. Mm. Is there any particular songs uh, like any of your big songs like where you like really re went back and reworked them in post production? A lot of them. You know, most of my songs are uh, post production. I learned that a while ago. So you know what I'm saying. A lot of songs I hear. You know, artists are, are more comfortable to let me get the session and be like, you know, let Cino do what he do with it because, you know, I'm real like, some artists don't let me do it. They're like, no, 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 we like it like that. And I'm mm -hmm. like, all right, I ain't finna argue with you, nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I heard Gucci say, like, he doesn't even go back and, like, ever redo shit. Like, he's like, that was a vibe in the moment and I don't want to have to change the vibe up. Yeah, yeah, we had uh, words about that one time. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, you know, uh, he lets me do it, man. You know what I'm saying? That's that's, that's my big bro, man. Uh, one time he was in the studio and he was like, uh, see, no, man, I don't be redoing people's shit. You know, I, I said, man, I don't like, man. He's like, you like slurred. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, you slurred on this part, man. I can't really understand what you said. He said, man, I don't be taking people's opinions and shit. Yeah. And I was just like, man, shit. I mean, that's my opinion. You gonna hear it. Mm. And then he looked at me and he was like, bet. And he went in there and he changed it. And I was like, damn, that's what's up. What's a um like a mistake? Like you were talking like talking back on like the mentality of like being like constructive criticism versus being like an asshole. Yeah. Like what is that a mistake that you see a like a lot of younger guys make? Or like and what can they do to like change that? I mean, some some young guys like that, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's just 
it's about how you how you approach things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My approach is have I, I learned that sometimes I could come off as real um, straightforward. You know what I'm saying? I don't mean nothing by it. It's just... But then, you know, some people are like, oh, it's business. Keep your feelings out of it. But then it's like, you also got to like... Yeah, you, you know, sounds like it's, it's balanced. You know what I'm saying? It's balancing everything you do. You I like straightforward, though. I like huh? straightforward because then you don't got to pick through the bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, am, I am straightforward. But some people know how to how to make straightforward look suggestions. nice. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> straightforward you suggestions. Make, you know, it sometimes, sometimes people don't want to be with the straightforward guy all the time. You don't want to be in a room with the straightforward motherfucker. Oh, he coming this nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You get that type of you get that type of feel. Oh, this what's up, man? Man, shit chilling. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like, all right, nigga, you got to figure out how to. You got you know that come from like being like dragged as a, a producer. Like you kind of carry, you know, coming from what you know what I'm saying. You kind of like carry shit, and so had to figure out how to. You know what I'm saying? The balance between that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? In order to move through certain rooms. Yeah, I am a producer, but I ain't no skinny nigga neither, though. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I ain't right. like, you know what I'm saying? Some people can be intimidated by size. So so a lot of those things I had to take in consideration, you know, coming to me because it's like, you know, I'm a producer, but I ain't no lame ass nigga neither. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, Did you find, like, would you say you reached a level of success in Michigan? And what was the main reason you moved to Atlanta? Yeah, I could say I reached a, a level of success in Michigan because, like, Michigan is straightforward. Like, in Michigan, like, you know, we used to throw these parties, right? <laughs> we used to throw these parties, and uh, I should have, like, the, the uh, what was that? Uh, who was, um, like, Usher, 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 come on, the whole dash floor, everybody, tell me, okay, everybody going crazy and shit. <laughs> yeah, niggas dancing this shit. <laughs> shit. Soon nigga hear some audible Cino shit, nigga, the flow empty dinner. Bitch, you like, damn. Oh, damn. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, man, you know what? Y'all got me fucked up. I'm gonna go to the crib and I'm gonna make beats for like 20 hours, you know what I'm saying? So I'll be in a, making beats. All right, we finna throw another, you know, my brother finna throw another party next week. Let's see what they think about this. We go to the studio, make some hard shit. Oh, yeah, this shit hard. Let's go. Playing again. Tell me again. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody dancing. New shit come on. Flow empty. Oh, oh these niggas <laughs> again. Dang. They don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? So that kind of like make you have like, you know what I'm saying? That's why like some of my beats is like, you know, when you come on it, like grab you, grab your attention because it's mm-hmm. like, bitch, you going to listen to me. That's where mm-hmm. that come from. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. I'm thankful for that because it it made me like, you know what I'm saying? If you don't give up on something, it's going to grow you. You know what I'm saying? So right. it made me like, you know, Dark Knight Dumbo, man. When shit like that come on, right. I'm like, well, damn. You right, know what right, I'm saying? Right. I, that took me on a ride. That's like, bitch, y'all going to keep on ignoring me? You know what I'm right. saying? So, yeah. But it's also like you were competing with Usher. Like, it wasn't like, like, that's a pretty high bar to play your music right after an Usher song. Like, the biggest Usher song. I want to compete with the best. Right. I don't, I do not, I do not, I never in my life competed with nobody and said, I'm the best in my city. I never did that. I always was like, oh, Kanye West the best? I'm on his head. Mm-hmm. Oh, Just Blaze going crazy? Oh, I'm on your head, Just. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But it was, it wasn't more like a, uh, when I, when I seen like you, like I look up to you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's more like, that's the bar. Right, like if right. you're trying to get out the hood, you're going to compete with a nigga, you can go over his house. <laughs> 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 what the fuck is that? Like, you, I'm competing with you for a nigga, I can see you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> 
want to be with a motherfucker. I can't, you know. I, said, I can see you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Both eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and shit, broke down a bitch. I'm not competing with you, nigga. We right, need to be right. working together. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Right. Well, I definitely want to, like, I wanted to definitely talk about how your production style, like how you said with the Trippy Red record, like, yo, your beats was like stands out to me the most is like it's like almost like a like create a movie in somebody's head like where do you where'd you even find that like how like you know some people they make beats where it's like even I make beats sometimes where it's like I mean it's a hard beat but it's nothing like memorable it's no story in it so talk about like shit orchestra yeah, yeah like it's like it's some but some people try to make an orchestra beat though but it's like how you take the components of an orchestra like the climax and all that stuff to make a beat where it like still tells a story. It comes from studying music, mm. period. You know what I'm saying? Like, I went through stage. You know, I'm not young, so I went through stages and like you go through stages in life as a producer. You like, okay, I want to um, like for me personally, I can't say every producer do this, but me personally, uh, my first thing was studying Bobby Womack, who's my favorite all time favorite singer artist. Bobby Womack. I found a, a, a record in my grandma's house. My grandma, you know, my, you know, after your grandma turned Christian, she had all her records. And I found my grandma's stash. I found the secret stash. NWA so, in there. <laughs> so, like, all kinds you of know, stuff. She your grandma, you know, she don't want to, she sanctifies so, us. You right, know, I right. found her secret stash, bro. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm going through the record player. I find Bobby Womack. I find all her, all oh, her goodies snap. that she used to listen to when she was young. So, I, I, I run across Bobby Womack and 110th Street play. Across 110th mm. Street. The, the intro of that's doom, 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 doom. I mm. played that like 50 times. I'm like, yo, how the fuck? So I started listening. I'm like, what instrument is that? I'm like, nobody ever taught me how to, you know what I'm saying, what instrument was. So I had to sit down and actually be like, okay, what is that? Okay, that's called a bass. That's mm. some strings. That's this. And it come together and make this. You know what mm, I'm saying? Got you. So that's how it was like that. Then after that, when I moved to Waterville, I hung around some like you know I wanted to do music in the in the, in the, in, the, in the, uh, guys in you know suburban areas. They have guitars. Like all of them play guitar. So then I learned about classical rock, ABBA, uh, Jefferson Starship. And that year alone, so I studied that with them. You know mm. what I'm saying? I'm like, I didn't really like it, but I liked some of the stuff in it. And then I became a classical rock fan. Mm. And from classical rock, like if you hear, um, then from classical rock, I went from to orchestra, yeah, and started, you know, studying like, you know, what I'm saying strings and stuff like that. And like one time, my boy Sapphire had this like the time I was, um. Um, studying stream, my boy Sapphire had this crazy ass violinist, but she was a genius, but she was crazy as a motherfucker. So I'm like, hey, Sapphire, you know, she, he played me, he sent me a beat and a violin on. I'm like, who that playing the violin? He was like, man, she crazy, but you know, check her out. You know what I'm saying? So I found her and she ended up living in Atlanta. So I had like this one bedroom apartment. I was like, yo, you know, you can sleep on the couch. You know what I'm saying? You cold the violin. I'm making beats, you know what I'm saying? So we sat down, we just smoked weed, and she taught me everything I wanted to know about orchestra. Like, she just sat there and mm. she laid that shit out for me. We sat there and got high. But then she started, like, tripping. Like, oh, you guys are in the Illuminati or some shit. What oh, the fuck? I don't know. What she the really fuck? Crazy. She's crazy, crazy. Like, yeah, she's crazy. like, you're not going to hurt me or anything. Hey, get the fuck out of here. You a white girl. I'm a big Damn. black ass oh, nigga. Hell no. You say yourself up. Oh, <laughs> my God. This was when y'all smoking? It was out of nowhere. This was when y'all smoking? Uh, she was just, you know, 
It was cool. I don't know what happened, bro. But when people started switching like that, man, you know, we, we're musicians, so we deal with a lot of spirits. You know mm. what I'm saying? Uh, music is spiritual. You know, when you, it depends on what type of um, level you hit with your, you know, you, with your music, you understand and stuff. Like a lot of things don't happen just to be happy. Like you're a spiritual being, so you're going to get attacked. Mm. You're going to get spiritual attacks. You know what I'm saying? That's just some whole other stuff that, you know, we could talk on later on. But... Mm. It's, it, you know what I'm saying? If you don't know how to cope or deal with that, you know what I'm saying? A lot of things, depression, anxiety, you know what I'm saying? Some people deal with that differently. And, and you know, and then you got things that, you know, she could have been through some shit in her past that kind of fucked her up right. in dealing with people. You know what right. I'm saying? So I I try not to judge people with this. The shit was funny. But she taught me a lot of <laughs> stuff, man. You know what I'm saying? She taught me a whole lot of shit, like, as far as, like, you know, stacking instruments and what, like, when you making beats from nothing, you would think like, oh shit, nigga, that's a, you'll hear something big and you'll be like, that's an eight chord. They use eight chords. Mm -hmm. so I got to find all eight chords, but really it'd be like 20 instruments stacked playing the same thing. Mm -hmm. So it tricked the shit out of me. So mm -hmm. I figured it out. So, you know, it was just like, all right, now I got all these tools that I done learned from stages in my life and I just combine them. Like the first 2020 beat was that, um, if you hear uh, on Future first album, Pluto. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, what's the what's the name of that song? Long little, long little pimp. pimp. Yeah, That's old girl was in my house. We'll be in there making some hard ass beats. She'll be in there. She'll like yo, we'll be in there. Had a one bedroom with the studio in my bedroom, going crazy in that motherfucker. So that's what that that sound kind of arrived from. Like you know what I'm saying? Just the mixture of all that. Me understanding, then going to studying things like orchestras, trans-Siberian trans uh, orchestra. They cold. Like, like a dog. A trans-Siberian? You never heard of <laughs> Nah, trans-Siberian? Yeah. Yeah. They do Christmas music and all that stuff. Christmas music, Christmas music is hard. They've probably seen it. I've like, uh, <laughs> with the light, the, the lights and man, stuff. Christmas <laughs> music is hard, man. Yeah, Every producer should listen to Christmas music yeah, or their Christmas music because they shit hard. Mm. I bet. With the, man, um, with the way the game is set up, you for the young guys, would you do you think it's necessary to go back and get as extensive knowledge on like that, like you know what I'm saying, as far as the history of music and orchestration and all that stuff? I mean, it's all a part of growth. Like if you want to, but now everything at your fingertips, man. I I wouldn't be surprised if in two years, nigga, you can hum something and the shit to play. You know what I'm saying? It's that <laughs> I easy. I think man. they already got. Yeah, that. they already got that shit, yeah. man. That seat that'll let you know where. No, nah, you know what I'm saying. But that I think that's what separate me from. A lot of, you know, producers is, you know what I'm saying? I can I can metamorph and, you know what I'm saying, change to what I want to. And you can do it now too, shit. It's not your fault. That is easy, bro. You know what I'm saying? I can't be a nigga be like, oh, nigga, in my day, I had, you sound like a hater. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody likes that shit, man. You got to understand, like, it was at one point, you know what I'm saying, when your parents didn't like rap music and you was like, man, my mom's tripping. Right. You know what I'm saying? So when these niggas go on here... Nigga, it's a different vibe. If you going on there and you, you know, mumbling, I don't give a fuck. If that shit feel good, it feel good. That's your vibe. You know what I'm saying? But me personally, I'm going to do what I like. If you don't like it, don't like it, nigga. Mm. This is what I bring to the table, though. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I don't think it's nothing wrong with it. You know what I'm saying? But as a producer, and if you love what you do, you're going to automatically do that anyway. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You're going to do that. Become a student. You're going to become a student of the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm a student of the game. Even now, like, I'm going to go take 
you know, piano lessons just to take them. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, I I come from, like, Dr. Dre, you know what I'm saying? All of them. Like, I still get jealous when I see people play the piano freely. Yeah, and I feel yeah. like a little special Crazy. ed kid. Crazy. Special ed. Because like, I only play the black keys, so you know what I'm saying? Right, you kind of right. feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, man, what chord was that? That nigga just, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I got a question. Uh, Do you hear a lot of lazy bees? What is a lazy beat, though? Because, okay, so I say that because uh, I forgot who we had on here, right? And he was talking about Missy Elliott. Oh, it was um, Remix God. Remix Wade. Yeah, Remix. yeah, yeah. And he was talking about he went with Lincoln with Miss Elliott. Mm-hmm. She was like, you know what? Your beats are good, but I think you're lazy. And putting all this time to, like, stack sounds and all this stuff, it's, it requires a little bit more work. So you yeah. think it's, li- like, unintentional laziness or maybe is it a lack of knowledge? Lack of knowledge. Mean? It's not a lot of but then everything's so easy, it's laziness too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like a nigga, like everything's so easy. Like right now, man, if you if I'm in a studio and I want to create, create something, I can't do it with an artist in there. You know why? Because they're so used to like beats getting cooked up in five minutes and they like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm ready to go now. So you gotta, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I damn near got I prepared my drums. So like soon I hit them, they ready. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you know, as a producer coming, yeah, it's I don't I don't think it's lazy beats. I think it's not knowing and things working. You know what I'm saying? Like if I make a five minute beat and that motherfucker go triple platinum, it's right. working for you. So if you're sense. if you're in the game to make money, you know what I'm saying, what some people mm-hmm. are, it's you you're accomplishing your goal. My mm-hmm. goal is not money. My goal is to change the soundscape. You know, mm-hmm. it always has been. It always been a like it takes me a minute, like I might disappear and not come to nobody's studio session for like six months. Niggas might not see Cino. What's Cino? But I'm making beats every day and I'm coming with something that you best believe before the year is over, I'm going to come with something that's going to smack the fuck out of everybody. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like one year is new level. Next year is Dark Knight Dumbo. I got one coming out this year. You know what I'm saying? I just, or I might do pop. Like me and Mark Ronson was in the studio. I did two on his album with him. You know what I'm saying? A, a true song with him and Alicia Keys. I did, um, I did some other shit, man. I, these are big names, and so it's kind of embarrassing to kind of like forget. Christina Aguilera mm. did her single with Kanye. Like, you know, you do things like that, and it, it kind of like go under the radar, mm. and then I get back on my bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, it, mm. you know, yeah. it's all about what you, you know, do. Like, I really thrive off making hard beats. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I really like to do. It ain't. Like I, the money, the money. I would do this if it didn't involve money. You know what I'm saying? If money, if I didn't make money, I'd probably be working. Uh, I'd probably be hustling or making a nine to five job, but still be making beats right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what I really genuinely like to do. Right, right. Like some niggas like chasing females, or some niggas like doing other things. I like to make beats. You know what I'm saying? I really enjoy doing that shit because it. I could take my, I don't have to kill you if I make beats. You know what I'm saying? I can take my emotion out <laughs> on my music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what's your favorite part of making beats? Like, what's your favorite part of the process? Uh, the favorite part is finding something that I, it's kind of hard right now, but finding something I ain't never did or coming up on something that ain't been done. And I do that yearly. And niggas take that shit and don't give me credit for what I, but you know, it's cool. I ain't tripping on that, but. Mm. I do this yearly. Finding something that somebody ain't doing or using something that somebody ain't using. That's like, like, you find gold. Because you go, like, really, man, that's a stressful period, man. You be mad as fuck for about six months till you find, like, what you're looking for. It's mm-hmm. like, you're looking for gold and your brain is like, you know, that's a that's an extensive, that's extensive. And then you come up with it 
and then like a bigger producer. Now I want to say a bigger producer, a producer working with a bigger artist to take your shit in. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You have like, all right, cool, man. Without like, like talking about like, oh, they yeah, where well, you took- get it from or nothing. You don't know, or I won't come in and be like, yo, Cino, man. You know, I fuck with your shit, man. You know, let's bring. They won't. They won't do none of that. They just and it's cool. I'm gonna go back and you know what I'm saying recook up and. I've been in worse situations, you know what I'm saying? What's one what's one of those discoveries like that you like in the past, like that you you felt like you were one of the first people to do it? Bro, you can I promise to God, tell them to comment. You know what I'm saying? Let, let people to comment. The people that watch producing and have been watching the game, tell them to leave a comment and they'll mm. tell you. I promise you they will. Mm. They're they gonna say a couple of them, you know what I'm saying? I don't really like being cocky or saying, you know, I did and really, you know what I'm saying? It just is the triplets one of them? You know it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Dad, you, you know go crazy with the triplets, though. Yeah. The, the, the triplets, yeah. the distortion, the way it's going out. Mm. You know it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? There's a couple of things, you know. It just... Can you tell us about that distortion? Because that's, that's one of the um, one of the questions people had submitted when we had asked people to submit questions. They're like, yo, tell us how he got that distortion so so grimy but so clean at the same time. It's um, it's the way you, it's my own little thing of going from time, you know, time traveling, messing with this producer, messing with this per- producer. You know, it was a time where I didn't do nothing but listen to electric guitar, so I know how to tune distortion. You know what I'm saying? It's simple as that, you know. One time I was in a, a studio with this uh, producer, big producer too, and he was listening to my beats. He was like, yeah, I been did distortion. Then his engineer was like, "Yeah, but George not like C notes." Oh, you know what I'm saying? Damn, oh, ass nigga. I bet when he watch, when he watch this, they gonna, when he watch yeah, this I, shit, I, they gonna I, get mad again. Bro, I would fire that engineer. He dogged me out like that. Bro. <laughs> I'm like, damn, bro. But it was the I truth, though, man. You know what I'm saying? You all, you all, you coming in on your high horse and shit. You know, I did this back in. Oh, uh, you know, it ain't the same. I'm like, damn, man. Like niggas looked up to you, but whatever. Damn. Ooh. And they see this, they don't get mad again. Huh? They don't get mad again like the same day. Like the same mm-hmm. heat community like the yeah, same man, day when they see the video. But you know, I just noticed, <laughs> man, if you like you don't have like if you be humble about certain shit, you can you can see the whole playing field. If you walk in on a high horse, man, motherfuckers just waiting for you to fall off that bitch mm. so they can laugh at you anyway. So I just choose the humble route, you know what I'm saying? Mm. That's I feel you on that though. Sure. You know what I'm saying? When you choose a humble route, you can see everything. You can see everything mm. and how shit moving. And that's how I stick around for so long. Oh, shit. Oh, I'm, shit. Oh, this generation. Oh, y'all got y'all money or y'all tripping or y'all feeling like, cool, I'll go a generation under y'all and go work with them. And you know what I'm saying? You come up with shit. And then people are like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's that, that's how I move. Like, it's just like, you know what I'm saying? I don't have a problem with resetting. I come from nothing. So it's just mm-hmm. like, like, like I feel like everybody has their time, and like if you if you stay grounded, you'll have your time when it's like, you know what I'm saying. It's just it's just crazy, and so I just I always choose to stay like ground level with my shit, like so I can see what's going on. You know what I'm saying? I gotta see what's going on, cause I seen the bottom and I seen the top. It's not really to me. It's not fun at the top. You know what I'm saying? If like. The high horse shit is not fun for me. You know what mm. I'm saying? I like being in the in the so mud. Like ego, having too much ego. Yeah, or? it's not it's not fun. I tried it for a minute, and, mm. and, and you know what I'm saying. 
<laughs> I mean, it's kind of hard to like take the hum- well. No, it's not hard to take the humble route. But when you in like when everything is telling you I'm the shit, I make all this money, I got this card, I do this, this, and this. It's like it's like they telling you like you supposed to like flex on people. You supposed to do this. Yeah, you is. But all right, all right. Bet you that all the rapper and stuff you look up to do it. Right. But it's just like this, bro. I come from Ben Harbor, Michigan, right? And I and this is how this is how I keep it level. All the niggas that was. Uh, the niggas I looked up to coming up, you know what I'm saying? They were selling plenty of dope, but they was hot, you know what I'm saying? Ended up getting like 10 years yeah. in the feds, you know what I'm saying? And then you got this old dirty motherfucker who had more work than everybody and don't nobody know <laughs> when he moved and he's still out. He moving. Then you got this nigga, you know what I'm saying? He he learned how to switch his hustle. He's still out. And mm-hmm. so, and this is my, my mindset was like, all right, cool. I could take the route and try to get all these bitches that's going to fuck all these niggas when I get locked up in the pen through mm-hmm. these years and and take that route because it looks good mm-hmm. for the right now. Or I could take the longer route and take my 10, 15 years and perfect my craft and come up that way anyway. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's one or the other. And it's the same thing with music. It's like you can catapult and be the hottest thing in the year or you can take a longer route and be like, stick around and people be like oh shit you a household name but I ain't know what you look like mm-hmm. and then you decide like okay I'm finna start putting out now it's the time that I wanna you know start changing things around cause it's like alright now everybody doing the same thing I know I got a different sound let me see if this shit works mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying Was it's just kinda, how I look at things that's kinda what you're, you're thinking when it comes to like dropping your own music now yeah mm-hmm. yeah, most definitely it's like okay everybody wanna talk about this thing which is nothing wrong with it you know what I'm saying to each his own I don't judge nobody you do your thing, but I see holes and gaps and I try to fill them in. Like when I was in the projects, I didn't have to tell everybody I had weed or I had dope. I fuck with who I fuck with. This was going on. I don't really too much work outside of my circle because I know when this get to moving, you got to worry about other shit going on. You got to worry about niggas that think they could rob you. You got to worry about, you know, feds. You got to worry about people tell you know, you got too much to worry about when you mm-hmm. cocky, bro. You got... Your head is up here and you got all this shit going down here that's trying to bring you down. But if you stay level, you can see everything. It's the easiest shit in the world. It's like, shit, I can see it. I can walk around with my head high and not see my my fall and my demise or be humble about it and see everything and decide when it's, you know what I'm saying, trying to move. Mm. Uh, So what was it like when you first moved to Atlanta? Who were some of the first artists and stuff that you linked up with? And my boy Short Dog, Young Money. Uh, who else I uh, linked up with? Yo, Atlanta kind of uh, changed uh, ludicrous. You know what I'm saying? I sold, I sold my uh, first, first beat. Even though Gucci was the first person to rap over my beat in Atlanta, Luda was the first person to cut me a check in Atlanta. So I kind of went, you know, through different stages in Atlanta too because I got paid like twelve five for a beat, and I didn't. He didn't even use it. Like it didn't even go on his album. Like back then, niggas was getting checks to, even if they rapped over it. Wow. Oh, send us the uh the track outs, and we'll get this settled. We don't want you to play this beat for nobody else. It used to be like that. Like niggas mm-hmm. get yeah. a check. Oh, ten, cool. That's and, right. And bam, and this nigga ain't even use it. Like right, right. it ain't even come out. You know what I'm saying? So it'll be like that. And then after a while, that died down, and it was like, oh, oh, we sent it. Now we emailing beats now. We ain't going to session. Now we emailing beats. And it was like, niggas is rapping over beats for free when I came from, you know what I'm saying? Oh, no, I'm not doing that. 
Who finna rap over? Oh, no. And then I start seeing niggas blow like Kane on the beats. He had us run with Lil Wayne right, right. and KY. It was uh, Drake was at hot beats. Like I've been through the all that, Damn. all that. Like I've seen everything. Like it's nothing in Atlanta that I ain't that I ain't been around. Or I ain't seen you know pop off. Like like I'll be working with Justice League and they manager. But like yo, this guy in the back, Drake, he's gonna be like the biggest thing. And I go play beats for Drake. You know what I'm saying? Before you know. He even like pop off, and I see him like, damn, did it happen like that? You know what I'm saying? So, like in Atlanta, it kind of fucked me up because I started seeing like from in Ben Harbor, you don't really see nobody's dreams take off, and then in Atlanta, you start seeing like people had a day, like you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like niggas mm-hmm. really get their day, like you know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah. even in producing wise, like you know, came to be like, yo, see no. You better start giving KY beats. You know what I'm saying? When giving Wayne, I'm like, man, them niggas ain't paying for no mixtape shit. Hell no, niggas ain't finna hear no rapping over no scene open. And guess what happened? I seen Kane take off. I'm like, well, damn. You got hits on the radio? Like, man, I, uh, can I uh, submit y'all some beats, right, uh, right. Mr. Young Money? You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> and then, you know, and then I get back into my Ben Harbor mode. You know what I'm saying? All right, I ain't doing that no more. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You just, ain't nobody noticing my beats. And then you see stuff like, I start working with Rocco and then you see Future. You know what I'm saying? He right across the street from, you know, right across from me. You know what I'm saying? You start seeing people have their days. Like even, no matter what you think about them, you start seeing people have their days. Then you see Mike Will blow up with, bam. Cause it's like, you know, they wanted to, work with each other to get a goal done instead of it just being business. Mm. And you know what I'm saying? I had to get that out of my mind. Like, you know, everything, sometimes it, sometimes it could be a barter thing. Like, okay, let's, let's work and get to a place. And then let's, you know what I'm saying? Let's yeah. figure it out. So, you know, it's, it's all about how you hustle. I've, I've been here for a minute. What's, what's some of the differences in Atlanta in like 2009 versus 2019? Oh shit! In Atlanta, well, Atlanta be going through some stages, man. Like I, in two thousand and nine, I think that everybody was uh, Roscoe Dash. Roscoe. They was on that dash, you know. Everybody was singing. Mohawks with the spray the paint. The paint, with the paint on spray the side, the type, on like I, that was culture shock for me. I couldn't believe it. Mm. I'm like, man, how you call up niggas, niggas down here with tight pants, and you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but they going crazy over this shit, man. But you know, it was like culture shock. And then I go down to Macon, like in Ben Harbor, like you know what I'm saying? Like niggas don't really dance. Like niggas weren't really dancing back at that time. You know, like the gangs, like the people I hung around, like we want, you know, we was the we, we was, you know, we was mm-hmm. gang banging. We was, you know, doing our, you know, weren't really dancing like that. So yeah. it kind of like fucked us up. And then I go down, uh, I was signed um, to this guy named Kenny Cole. He had a group named Seaside. And we used to go all over, like, the South and shit. And we went to Macon one time. This is the funniest shit I ever seen in my life, dog. This nigga, we went to Macon one time and, uh, nigga was like, you know, big, you're like, nigga, this crib, and we'll shoot this whole bitch out. Now we finna walk it out. And I was like, <laughs> did this nigga just say he finna shoot this motherfucker out there just started like dancing like that? Man, get me out of here, man. Yeah, no. I, you know, like it was a culture shock. But see, you know, coming from one environment to another environment, you gangsters dance, you know what I'm saying? It ain't about like up here, it's like you can't show no weaknesses because they gonna, you know what I'm saying? Right. The dogs are different, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? The animals are different, you know what I'm saying? Every hood. 
And so I had to realize that just because this nigga dance don't mean he won't kill you. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, all right, it is what it I'll is. Shoot it out and walk it out. <laughs> now, when they man, the nigga damn that scared me for like two seconds. I'm like, what well, damn? Like, that nigga, they... yeah. And then he started dancing. I was like, oh, man. That's he almost had me as a fan. And then, you know, <laughs> but yeah, it was just, you know, culture shock, man. It's different. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But it's gangsters everywhere. And it's, you know what I'm saying? And then after, as I grew and you start realizing, like, it's a lot of things that we get tricked. You know what I'm saying? It's a trick. It's, you start seeing that in every hood and you start seeing the the process of of the the, the thoughts from being this type of person to this type of person. Like, you be around Puffy, and this is how I get my mindset. Like, you be around Puff them, they more of a positive mind, mm-hmm. think of positive ways to do things, and then you go over here, everybody's negative, oh, this ain't gonna work, this ain't mm-hmm. gonna work, and then you start understanding, the, you know what I'm saying? Okay, now I get it. You know what I'm saying? Karma is real, that is really real. You know what I'm saying? The people that have positive outlooks on things, positive things happen for them. Mm-hmm. The people that have negative outlook on things, they tend to have negative things out. It's your energy, you know what I'm saying? Mm. That's real. Mm. Would you say, like, the, the trap scene has shifted from, like, everyone wants to be in Atlanta to work and stuff to, like, L.A.? Everybody do work in L.A. And the thing about Atlanta, Atlanta births shit. L.A. is where people go to to work, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you want to be in Atlanta, you kind of, you, Atlanta going classes. You got the class of Metro, Southside, Sino. Then you got the class of Pierre. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's classes of people when they, you know what I'm saying? They're working right now. It's a class right now that we probably ain't even heard about, but they finna come up right now. And by the end of the summer, you're going to hear mm-hmm. a gang of new people. Atlanta birth shit. Period. Right. Atlanta is is the, the all the creativity is here. People like it's full. Like I remember going down two eighty five and there don't be no traffic. Like I remember that shit. Wow. Yeah. I hate going on two eighty five and eighty five now around five little. o'clock, man. Yeah. It's like you know what I'm saying. It's like damn. Like where all these motherfuckers come from? But yeah. it's a melting pot of creative people. You know what I'm saying? And and they and they're seeing people like me. Metro people come down here and really make it if you apply yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's why I say Atlanta is like the mecca of music, period, or trap music, or whatever. Atlanta's going to be the mecca because their parents, they come from Martin Luther King. You know, they they used to, even if they don't like each other, they're going to click up and make something happen. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In Michigan, if I don't like you, fuck you mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> So nah, it's like you, It's a difference Pride like, you gets know? in the way Too much of that shit Huh Too much pride Gets in the way of shit Yeah too much pride getting Down here You know what I'm saying They used to You know working things out And even You know that's even With um With Jewish people Man you see them They can argue about work But they can separate that And be like right. okay You know what I'm saying I'm, Right be cordial They can be cordial Like <laughs> us If we don't like each other Like you know what I'm saying Like in Michigan Like if you don't like somebody You better not hang with them And it's just mm-hmm. like Man that's not that's, uh, you know what I'm saying? That's a, a self-destructive attitude now that I look at it. You know what I'm saying? That's all. I feel like being in Atlanta, you can be, like, on the cutting edge. Like, you can get into loops, like, before, you know, real early. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? If you're dope and you're cool and humble and shit like that. Yeah, exactly. 
You can get into those loops and, you know, you can make things happen because of, you know, they understand collaboration. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Uh, things of, like in the in the Midwest, it's more harder to get on because we, at first we ain't understand collaboration. It was like my crew versus your crew. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Now it's like, you know, come together, you can make something happen. Man. You don't never know what combination will unlock some shit, some special shit, so. That's that's the reason why I usually do things like by myself. That's a Midwest mentality. I just started collaborating, so you know what I'm saying. Mm. Mm-hmm. In 2019, is the best way <clears throat> to build your career as a producer to start with an artist and build work up with an artist. I would say so. Mm-hmm. I would say it's easier because, like me as me for example, right? I got records with anybody you can name. I I got records with them, right? But I don't have a like a, a a like I ain't have I don't have a tape with you know many people you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying most people it's the easier route I took the how that's a hard route if you ask me to work with this person get a placement here work with this person get a placement here because yeah. right. now you scattered everywhere right. but if you get with one artist and they take off you concentrated you concentrated right there so now the the spotlight is on you and that artist and you can do whatever you want to do with the spotlight. Mm-hmm. But if I'm hearing, hearing everywhere, it's just like, okay, we hear it, but you know what I'm saying? It's kind of, it's kind of harder, but it might have a bigger payoff. I, who knows? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I'm just saying for right now, like, I, I'm like, yo, that's that's the easier route. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you never locked in on a whole tape with Gucci. Yeah, me and Gucci did, like, uh, we was working on the tape, but then, you know, it was just like, what I did, like, with the Sino versus Gucci series, it was like, I just compiled all the old songs that yeah. we did and then put it out. But you know, it's it's just it's timing for everything. You know what I'm saying? When people, it's it's timing. Like we, me and Gucci do got tapes though. I did the lean, the lean tape. He had the tape with Metro. Oh yeah, and then, no, okay. Uh, me, you know what I'm saying? The lean gas and Molly. Yeah, whatever. yeah, we did that. And of course, the Ceno versus Gucci. And then I did the one, the movie, the movie soundtrack. What's the, uh, the shop? I think what was the name of it. Oh, it's a little, yeah, it's a little movie. Yeah, I forgot the name of the movie though. But yeah, Morocco. Yeah, Oh huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like we like we did a couple of things, but as far as like timing, like my my sound though. But you gotta understand, like my sound at that moment that I'm experimenting might not be not what they looking for at the moment or what's working. They might Metro might be hot. So, so when Cino come in with his experimental ass beats, <laughs> it might be like, like nigga they they hard, but you know that's not gonna get us on the chart in their head. Mm. I'm like, well maybe. You'll catch on like maybe two or three months down the line, come back and play the same beats and they get it. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's basically what your mind be on. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the type of producer to be like dancing around the room, making you want to like rap. I just put the beat on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, hyping up. Yo, bro, that's the hardest. I don't, I don't really be hyping my now, beats. We, we hear like a lot that. of producers saying like that's important to do though. It is important. And that's why, you know what I'm saying? I It is. I mean, shit, it, whatever works. Me, I like to like, I like to humbly like be that nigga. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I, I like to put something on in the whole room and be like, oh shit. You know right, what I'm right. saying? That's the type of shit I like to do. I don't have to like, you know what I'm Sell saying? Sell you on yeah, a salesman. Yeah. <laughs> like, you hear that snare right there? <laughs> you hear that snare? <laughs> Check it out, nigga. Ooh, <laughs> this part right here. <laughs> yeah, don't really be that hard about saying the nigga sold the shit out that motherfucker and right. he made a hit to that bitch mm. off of that energy. You see mm. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the nigga making a hit. That's the energy you bring into it. Come my confident, cocky ass in here. Hmm. Yeah, you gonna write it? All right, cool. 
Like, yeah. Maybe if I came in and added more energy, I have like 20 hits on the radio mm. instead of five. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> How have you managed to stay relevant, reinvent your sound without, like, for instance, the Lex Luger era, jumping on that wave, jumping on Metro sounding beats, you know what I mean? Jumping on last year, you know, the you guitar gotta, type I am beats. the wave, bro. You got to create your own wave. Like, I never, like, I've, I've, you know what I'm saying? I come up from this mixture of music. Like, if that's what you're doing, that's what you're doing. And I, you know, but this is what I'm doing over here. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, like, I go through this shit, too. On everything I love, I go through, like, when I'm making nothing but beats at 120. Everybody is at 155, 140. That's what's working on the radio and everybody. Yeah. So, you know, you ain't got no fast beats. 120, my nigga. That's what it is. Like 120. Salesman. Salesman. You know, 120. That's what I got. This is the work. This shit, that's what worked for me. 120 works for Cena. You know, 120, 122, 126. That works for me. You know what I'm saying? I could, like, I, you know, Metro was telling me, like, man, you should do your beats like, you know, uh, 81, 80, you know. You, like, yeah. 120, my nigga. Do you ever... Do you ever feel like that's your only disadvantage in the game? Like, yeah, that's something I have to work on. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like speed. I, like, I even read that sometimes. Like, yo, Cino to be a monster if he speeded his beats up. So, yeah. I'm like, I'm quit being a dickhead and just speed <laughs> my shit up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it works. You know what I'm saying? I I did a couple of hundred beats and a hundred BPM. Just being outside yourself. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, start taking you know constructive criticism. You know what I'm saying? Just trying new things because it's like. I really love experimenting around, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's like I just feel like it's just like that's my that's my niche, you know what I'm saying? I like experimenting around 120 to 136 around that area, you know what I'm saying? And then you get the 136 to 144. And I'm going to tell you where that 140 came from. The 140 came from fucking Fruity Loops. A fact. That's the fucking thing. Like yeah. the 120 yeah, came yeah, from yeah, MPC. Yeah, like, oh, oh, wow. the, the 120, the MPC default is 120. So mm. I work off the MPC. That's the default. Mm. That 140 era came from fucking Fruit Loops. Wow, you know what that's saying? crazy, bro. Why they do this? Like, you look in your folder, like my folder, and be like, I'm like, dang, I got all these ones. Because you ain't for the, because you even... not for the bro, because you not want to go through that bitch and be like, oh yeah, today I'm gonna make a beat that one. Fit. No, you gonna right, go right, right in there, and then you start like after that's you crazy. make a beat so many times at that tempo, you automatically. Start hearing stuff hearing like that. Muscle that memory tempo. type shit. Yeah. Bro, huh? Muscle memory that's type crazy, Yeah, like bro. you automatically start hearing the beats at 140. If you open it up and it's 140, you hear a 140 beat. Dang. Like bro, if, I, if I listen, crazy. when I play my when I play around, I'm playing around automatically at 120. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's just automatic. You know what I'm saying? But so, every time I make a beat, bro, it's 140 and I, I just change it. Like I, I could finish a whole beat and then I'd be like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> it's the same. It like, you can't, uh, yeah, you can't help it. That's, that's exactly. So they do fucking software companies, man. Mm-hmm. They, they, you know what I'm saying? I know exactly. I've been for a man. I remember when, when Fruity Loops used to get frowned upon. I'm like, right. like, man, them Fruity Loop ass beats. I'm like, yeah, nigga, I got the motif though. You know what I'm saying? Man. Right, right. Fruity Loops, no after a while, <laughs> shit. <laughs> he do that. Well, okay. Are you on Fruity Loops now? Oh, yeah, I'm on everything, but I'm still working with the NPC. That's like mm. my bread and butter. But mm. I can, I like, I was making beats with Cash Money AP. He, he be teaching me stuff, like, yeah. but I'm not, a, I'm not used to like looking mm-hmm. on the screen. I'm used to, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. I'm used to that, you know. Mm. 
That's when you get that doom, 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 yeah. doom, doom. You can't, I don't, like, you can click it in, but it's going to take, like, you know what I'm saying? So before the NPC Studio came out, you were using straight hardware? Still? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Straight, uh, the, like, all that old Gucci shit was the NPC 2500 on the Digi 2 with the Motif 6, the Phantom XR. So when even when niggas was using, like, I always had that. Like, I used to, like, bring all my shit to the brick house, to the, um, yeah, the brick house. Um, at, like if you go and look at it on that um on that studio where um me Metro and Gucci on there, he like you know what I'm saying. It's a, I'm playing the beat. You will see all my shit. I had a Phantom XR the on motif. YouTube. Yeah, on YouTube. Oh yeah, Metro. The yeah, in, in that studio. Have, yeah, oh, I, I okay. still have all like that was my room. I used to have all that shit set up down there. Like. Mm. It, it sounds different, but it, you know what I'm saying? All of it just, all of it make money, so, you know. Mm-hmm. What was the uh, transition like from going from boom bap to trap beat? Mm. I ain't really, really never been no boom bap type nigga, man. Like, <laughs> I could do it, but you know what I'm saying? I've always been a, a trap beat type nigga. So even like when you were in Michigan, you were kind of making trap beat? Bro, go listen to my fucking CDs in 2003. You'll hear yeah. some, you You'll hear some shit, bro. Mm. You'll be like, that nigga Ceno been on that way mm. in 03, 02. A lot of shit that nigga's doing, Ceno been on it. You know what I'm saying? Were you like the only person <clears throat> up there listening and stuff like that? Or was it everybody kind of on it? I was creating my own sound, bro. Mm. Like, it's a sound that I... I could say I influenced a lot of the, the way that the shit, you know what I'm saying, is. And I was influenced by the sound, too, though. Uh, it was a, a producer named Young Juvie who influenced me. It was... um. It was um, Toon, Shorty Red. They influenced me a lot back in back then. Toon, Shorty Red, and this nigga named Young Juvie off of this one beat he made for the franchise boy called Riding Rims. Mm-hmm. And you go back and look into this, this song called Riding Rims by the franchise boy. He got all this drum shit going. Like That's where that shit came from. I took that shit and was like, oh, oh, I got it. Uh, yeah, that nigga going, that's the wave right there. And mm-hmm. so... I don't think people I like to give people their props, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That Ryan Rims uh song, uh franchise boy, Ryan Rims, that beat right there is the reason why like a lot of a lot of uh, is it's the daddy of a lot of beats. <laughs> <laughs> it's the grandpa of a lot of beats, that Ryan Rims beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I gotta I gotta give it to him. Mm-hmm. Facts. I got a question about like when you're actually producing, do you spend a lot of time like actually designing a sound from the bass or do you use a lot of presets? I don't use no presets. You sound design everything. I sound design everything. Put mm. my strings to the way, like I might have this 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 instrument only play at from C six to G eight, and don't play down here. So you can hear these. Like I sound design. Like I do like that you shit. Do it, do it. Yeah, I do mm. it, do it. Like you know what I'm saying. Like, you know, I stack eight sounds and all of them playing, and then you hit this motherfucker and this shit have a different accent like I like doing that like if you listen to uh, 20 Minutes I designed that sound like mm-hmm. nobody hey, where you get that shit from nigga I designed it mm-hmm. you're never gonna find it bro like you know what I'm saying uh, you don't use VSTs huh you don't yeah, use VSTs I do use VSTs uh. but I I make them do what I want them to do I know you, know you said saying? in your genius you, you you mentioned the VIP the virtual instrument yeah, player. Yeah. and that's crazy y'all know about that the, no, that's the only I heard that? about it from the, yeah. That's that's great. A, Talk about like, that, like how you can you can you can lay you can layer Omnisphere and like with any you, you yeah, can you can, any layer, you can layer sounds like you can layer any it it take your VSTs and it 
categorize them. So you could type in horn and all the horns from all your VSTs pop up. Horns from Alchemist, uh, Ominous Fear, horns mm. from Contact. It just pop up and be in right there and you could just go through them right then and there. I think it's and layer them, right? You, yeah, you can layer them. Yeah, so you can play eight, eight of them. Play eight different VSTs at one yeah, time. Yeah, you play eight different VSTs at one time. Time mm, crash so your, your computer, your computer about to get yeah. crashed. Oh, I got the top. I spent no, ten thousand on my computer. Yeah. Yeah. For that, you know yeah, what I'm saying? For the, view, for the viewers, before yeah. they try to, you know. What oh yeah, yeah. Make sure y'all yeah. finna be so mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you got like four, if you got like four gigs of RAM, bro, it's over with. It's over with. Fucking do it, man. That motherfucker way that wheel, hey, that wheel go get the turn. Wait, and then it. So what is it? The launcher has stopped working. Hey, that oh, bitch, hey, even now though, that bitch will crash a program. Like uh, you, like you know what I'm saying. That motherfucker will crash some on shit. the computer spinning. Is that something that comes stock with FL or is that? Or what? I mean, not with FL with with MPC. No, you got to buy the uh, Kai 49. Mm. Oh, oh, you got to so buy the, the board. Come, yeah, it come with the board. Wow, you know what I'm saying? Jam. So, yeah, that shit oh, will. Shit. That shit will crash your shit. Mm. That shit will freeze your shit up if you ain't. Prepare for war, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you know about like all like the sine waves and like the like yeah. it's like some real like yeah I know that shit deep in there. I know that shit, bro. Yeah. I sat there and like shit, nigga. If I could sit down and and, and look at niggas cooked up all day, or sit down and figure out like you know what I'm saying, you gotta do this. You can figure out like your craft, bro. Like true. you can true. switch true. your hustle. You have to right. sw- like switch it up. I can study this shit, bro. Right. Like I can study everything about it. I can study Quincy Jones. Oh, it's the same thing. I just applied the hustle to the to this field. Mm. Like, you right, sitting right. like you sitting up here and you playing with your life and you playing like doing shit that can get you like life in jail in prison, mm. like ten years. Like you can switch it and go over here and really Figure apply yourself to, right. and apply yourself to be great. You might be fucked up for a couple of years. But once you unlock that motherfucker, boy, it's over with. Right. It's a wrap. It's over with. So why, why spend? Like it, it just seemed like the better path to me. Like logically, we, this seems like the better path. Right. Like if I apply my energy, I might miss out on a couple of parties, or miss out on a couple of, you know, females or something I could have fucked with. But guess what? That's all. That's gonna come back around twice Man. as much. Quadruple. Quadruple. <laughs> I, 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 I know my know. fat ass ain't supposed to be talking to some girls. I'm, you know, like, you know what I'm you be like, damn. You motherfucker, hey man, motherfuckers think you fresh prince of Bel Air or something, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like for real. Like, you know what I'm saying? The shit come back around. It's about what you invest your time, your your, your time in. And and even with my album, that's science. You know what I'm saying? I wanna that's what I wanna, you know, practice um better thinking for for the people that come from from that you know what we influenced by versus what we really should be you know what I'm saying focused on you know what I'm saying building and not begging that's what we on you know what I'm saying so let's let's talk about the album I was listening through it you know I heard some 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 beats from my boy Bobby Critical I heard Black mm-hmm. Metaphor on there what uh who all played a part in the album and just tell us about how it came about uh you know I got a production the production team Honorable Court shout out to Honorable Court man to my guys you know what I'm saying we got a little group chat you know, they be sending me beats and, you know, I critique them and, you know, but, you know, Bobby Critical, I've been with Bobby for years when he first came uh, from South Carolina. That's my brother. Black Metaphor, same thing. Darrell, you know, he Honorable Court, M80. Honorable Court, Narell from uh, from the East, he Honorable Court. And so I just wanted to, 
like, okay, me as a rapper, you know, people not used to seeing that, but then I wanted to work with other producers as well, as long as my shit, like, like kind of take on the uh, same concept that people have been taking on here. You get two or three honorable Ceno beats and then get the, you know, rest of the, you know, yeah. stuff from, you know. Right. So that's what I, that's you know, I just applied the same type of, you know, thing into my thing and then that's how that came about, man. I just love giving other producers their their shine, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you look at the credits, you know, they they is under it, you know what I'm saying? My boy PC Beats came and helped me mix it, so it's all in-house, for real. Oh, are you doing it through a label or all in the No, I'm just coming out of my pocket. Mm. So go down, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I ain't signed to no pub deal. I ain't signed to no labels. Just see no, you, you know You never have saying? signed? I did. Mm. I did. I did sign. Um, you tried to lock your boy in, but I, I, I got about that bitch on the head, so. Can, can you tell us some of the things that made you not want to sign to a label? It's not not it's not like me not wanting to sign to a label. It's um it's two thousand it's gonna be two thousand and twenty, man. Like it's time to come with a a new game plan, like you know what I'm saying? A new long game. Like, if somebody come with a deal that I can't refuse and you know, we could take it, but right now it's just like, hey man, f- practice on your craft. Like I come from selling dope, I practice on my craft. Nah, this is what I wanna do. I'm gonna apply the same thing that worked for me. You know what I'm saying? It's going to work. You know what I'm saying? It's just being consistent. And anything you do, bro, if you're consistent in it, it's going to work. You know what I'm saying? And that's from working with Gucci. I've seen so many artists. They're consistent. They drop an album, and guess where they at? They back in the studio the next day. Like, they ain't just dropped the hardest album in the world. They back in that bitch. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, we back. It's the same hustle. Like, nigga, if you sell, if you get off a... If you get off some work, you're going to stop. Oh, man, I ain't going to hustle again today. No, shit. You, got to, you know, you don't, it's the same shit. You just have to, you know, switch. So I apply this. It's the same rules, man. It's just what do you put your energy towards? You know what I'm saying? When you first started making beats, what was, did you have like a disciplined schedule of like, I'm going to make beats for X amount of time every single day? Or did you Hell just Hell no. Like, I need to make you? beats every day or all day. <laughs> I'm on it. I don't know if this shit gonna work. Hey, but I was like, when I was going like on that part, it was like shit. I don't know if this shit gonna work, but every day, all day, I'm on this. I'm eat, sleep, and eat this shit. Like you know what I'm saying. So you know what I'm saying. It just pay off. Like even I went through. Like Nipsey say, I went through every fucking emotion. You know what I'm saying. Doubt, not gonna work. You know, praying, all that. I went through it. Like you know what I'm saying. It's 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 a process. Mm. And what about now? Anything. What about now? Like, what's your your daily schedule, or like, how much? What time do you spend making beats? And like, on a, in 2019, like, are you making beats every day, or do you you so develop your craft where you can make maybe two beats? Yeah, today? I can. I develop my craft. I ain't, I ain't got to do nothing now. I could just. Mm. I'm going to hit. I'm like Kobe. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I shot so many jumps. Yeah, you <laughs> shot so many. Like, I'm, I know I'm going to go in here and make some heat. Like, it's like, it's not even like, I know, like, I ain't got to touch a beat machine in two months. I know I'm going to go in here and make some heat. You know what I'm saying? That's why I was just like, oh, I got to start rapping, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I need something to challenge, like, challenge my brain. Like, it, you know, I studied everything. You know, I could do pop shit. I could do filters. I can do, I can mix. I can, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, I'm A1 in the studio now. I spent mm. some time in that motherfucker. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, I spent some time in it. So, now it's like, you know, as a as a rapper, can you can you change 
from your brain, can you help with the narrative of giving a lane for people to to see another way to do music as an artist? Let's say that again. Can you can you from your brain make people like start a new wave of what people are talking about and what people see as an artist in the future? Like, can you make that lane? You mm. know what I'm saying? As an artist, that's my things. Like, can you change the narrative? Can you mm. make? Can you make being smart cool? Mm, gotcha. Can you make gotcha. like like doing a? Can you make? You know what I'm saying being a businessman cool. Can you make as a rapper? You know what I'm saying. Can you make owning houses? Can you make make? You know what I'm saying making sure that your your neighborhood is doing what it needs to do to survive and not get over gentrified. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Can you make that cool mm-hmm. as an artist? Yeah, so you wanna you wanna put like a positive image on rapping? I wanna I I. I hate putting stuff in box, bro. It like it makes my skin crawl when people try to put something in the box. Mm-hmm. Can you make this, this mm-hmm. without the box? Can you make? So it's kind of hard to explain. So you see bro. a void, like a void right now yeah. in the narrative, and you just wanted to show, like, look, it doesn't have to be just this. Like, yeah, it don't have to be just I get that. You, saying. you, you know what I'm saying? You just want to like. I just wanted to make something like <laughs> kind of ease it up. Like, Level of playing field, you know what I'm saying? More like, you know what I'm saying? Can you make, can you, like, this little kid, man, who's, like, in a project, can you give him, can you give him more options than just hooping and doing entertainment? Can you give him more options? Can you make him see, see um, see a void in his neighborhood and feel that void? Mm -hmm. All right, for instance, property management. You got all these all these um houses that's um property managers make it hard for people to to enter houses they go up on rent mm-hmm. you have to be this certain type of make this certain can you make a property management company to combat that management company to help your people get in those houses and help that you know just make other ways to think to make money you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying it don't have to be just that I guess like you don't see a lot of people in other nationalities. Um, rapping or doing that stuff, but they're making money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Can you open up other, other ways for mm-hmm. people to see other that? Lanes other mm-hmm. lanes for people to see that. Other things like you know, the other day I had took. I was like, yo, you know, we was riding, and I took him to like, you know, sometimes I will go to the project, grab a couple kids, and have them ride with me, and I take them out, and I'm like, yo, them some nice houses, right? Yeah. Do you know that your your dollar bought that? Your dollar bought that house for them. They're living good off of your dollar. What you mean by that? Like, you like know. you supported their business? Yeah, you supported their business. Mm. Now, can you make something and fill a void for your own people to support and really be a good businessman about it? Mm. You know, stuff like that. I don't really like, really like talking about it. That's a whole other. That's, that's a different level. That's, yeah, that's yeah. a. <laughs> you know different what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's yeah. just like. We know, we understand. That's a whole other level. Though. Huh? Yeah, yeah so it's, definitely, it's sure. definitely a different level. You know what I'm saying? It's just, can you make that? Can 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 it, can it be safe for me to have some kids? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I don't have no kids, and I don't really want no kids. But Thanks. you know what I'm saying? Can it be safe for me to have some kids? Can I? You know what I'm saying? They might not be. You know, I want to make bright people. Like, mm-hmm. So I want to give an opportunity for you to highlight some of the things that you're doing outside of music. Are there any business ventures for anyone that's watching it right now? They're like, okay, he's talking. About- I just rather just 
show. I'd rather for I don't rather talk about it. Not right now. Mm-hmm. It's still babies. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're still babies. But seed form. Definitely sound good though, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I don't I don't really really like talking about that right now, man. It's just it's just something I I'm never like you know honorable Cino, but you're just not figuring out what I look like. Mm-hmm. That's what type of hustler I always been. Mm-hmm. I always been a nigga that got shit popping and it's popping, but you don't know it's popping. And you know, if something is babies and seeds, I don't I don't mess with my babies, you know what I'm saying? I let them grow and see what right. they Growing into, right. I think that's saying? the opposite of the current mindset. Most people are like, they, they got an idea and they're talking about it like, <laughs> like <laughs> it's the greatest like, shift in the world. This, 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 yeah, you know? but but see, why would you do that for people to look down on it or give people room to hate on what you did, what you got mm. going on? You really wanted to succeed, right. like we're programmed to look at shit and be negative about it. Like we're programmed to do that. Like you know what I'm saying? Our culture. Like we we're programmed to look at stuff and be like, oh, that shit ain't gonna make it. Well, it's not our culture. I wouldn't say our culture, but why? You know, my my state of mind, where I'm from, my mind used to think like that. And so, if I know how I used to think, I don't want my. You know what I'm saying? I tried to. I put myself in everybody. Yeah. Everybody think like the old you, see, you know, and that's what you combat. Even though it might not be true in my head, it's like everybody think like the old you. I feel yeah. like that's. I feel like that's kind of true though. For sure, like, I, I remember seeing, like, Lil Nas, and I was like, the f- what the hell is this? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, just negative. Like, yeah. there's plenty of artists. I was like, what the hell? Like, yeah, and this shit, shit, just, shit pop off on your ass. Even right, 21, right. I was like, that shit hella violent. Like, like rather than being like, oh, Lil Nas, yo, this is tight. This is really going to be the next. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, you ain't got to kiss ass. No, if you I'm don't like it, it, you don't like <laughs> it, bro. But it's just like. But it's just not no, like, like shooting say, it when down. I see, and... Yeah, when I see shit, if I don't like it, I just don't say nothing. I just look at it and be like, okay. That's what it, uh, we gonna see what it grow into. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? We gonna see if it grow legs or not. Mm-hmm. Like a caterpillar, don't know it's gonna be a butterfly. I don't think. Mm. But I'm a little motherfucker. Be cocky. I ain't digging the dirt today, <laughs> bitch. I can't wait till I get my <laughs> <laughs> Wait till I get my bitch. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's just like shit. It just take time for shit to grow. You know. Right. You yeah. um. You got any pet peeves with the game today? Mm. Do I got any like things that I don't like? Yeah. I don't talk about shit I don't like. I try to I try to come with the narrative to you know to change it. I don't talk about shit I don't like no more. It's just or the ways you think the game could be better. I'm working on it. So you wanna you wanna kind of do it instead of talking about it. you wanna. I don't talk about shit. Bro. Handle I do everything. Yeah. I do it. I I, I do it. I, I come I, I do it. I come with the headaches of it. Oh, it involves headaches too. You know headaches. I take the I take on the headaches, I take on the doubts, I just do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I don't even talk about shit no more because it's like, what's the use of talking about it when you could be moving? And then when you start moving, people start mo- seeing the direction you move in, your lane get easier. You know, you know what I'm saying? It start getting easier because people that's on that same route you want start seeing that shit and be like, oh, like the other day I seen a, a video, this dude been asking me for beats, but this morning I seen this video and I'm like, oh shit, we kind of on the same shit. Okay. Bro, he go a pack of beats. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just mm-hmm. like you have to take the initiative and get out here and hustle for people to see your vision. Mm-hmm. And if we meet up, you're gonna it's gonna happen, bro. You know what I'm saying? You just can't stop. Um, we got some fan questions we had, like I said, we had put out for people to submit some questions that they had and wanted us to ask you. Um, let's start it off with um we already asked about the distortion one. Uh, we already asked about the difference between back then and now. 
Um, JP Track says, what's your favorite key to make beats in? Hmm. Black keys. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> keys, Black keys. Mm, Sharps and flats. With the black keys, man. <laughs> that's like bro. gospel. That's a, a lot of gospel music and soulful Hell music. Hell no. Black yeah. No. The pentonic scale? That's dark. Gospel music nice. and black keys? Yeah. Man. Gospel music is white keys, bro. The white keys is supposed to be happy. And that's not it? No. Well, I, I, I thought it was... Uh, I thought it was some, some mix, like you know what I'm saying, some complex mixture. Like the the, the black, I literally play black key. That's why my shit be dumb. Mm. Like you know what I'm saying, it be dark. Mm. Like I done mastered that shit. You know mm. what I'm saying. So whatever you ever, you ever I, transpose I, 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 a note down and play it. Just oh yeah, I always transpose because I don't want my beats to sound the same. Yeah. So I mm. always transpose. Mm. You know what I'm saying. But I'm on black keys. That's you know what I'm saying. It should mm. nickname me black keys. Like <laughs> that's what I do. Um. Critical Beats, uh, Critical's Beats says, how old were you when you got your first placement? Mm. They'd be like, well, I don't, bro, I don't know. Shit. <laughs> 25 or something? 25. Yeah, it was 25. Yeah, uh, Screws Loose, Gucci. Remember? Oh, well, um, yes. Well, um, 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 Twister. Uh, Oh yeah, so uh, you know, I I gotta apologize, man. The legendary Trekster is one of my guys I looked up to too. You know what I'm saying? I had a chance to work with him, and you know, in um, in Michigan through Erica Kane, my sister. You know what I'm saying? She was on that Get a Wet song, and uh, he had offered me a contract, and the contract was like, you know, you gonna give me? I was hurting too. I had no money. He was like. You know, he'll give you $5,000 in return. You got to make him like $20,000 in a year or something like that or something like And so I showed, I was geeked. I'm like, nigga, we finna be rich. Slam the contract on the table. Bam, nigga, $5,000. You know, he was like the biggest dope boy in the world. He was like, $5,000. Nigga, I'll give you five. Listen, bro, if you can make $5,000, if you can make a nigga $20,000 in a year, what you think you can make yourself? And I that to this day is the reason why I don't sign contracts. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody come at me one point five million, this nigga voice come in my hand and be like, nigga, if they give you one point five million, what you think you can make yourself? I mean, they see that value, they see and uh. making more value, they see and making more money off of you right there. Mm. They see the value in you before you see it. You know what I'm saying? All right. And so uh, I be happy when the contract gets slapped on my end for one point five. Oh, they see one point five and I'm really happy. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's like, I'm for the, all right, shit. Let me go run this up real quick, man. So they can, you know what I'm saying? So they can triple that number. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, I definitely go off of that. Like so that it was cool. a legit balling. That was my first placement. Legit balling. Uh, with Erica Kane. She had moved to uh, Benton Harbor and she had figured, she had found me and she started taking me to Chicago. That's why I mean, Chicago is like, you know what I'm saying? I moved through Chicago, shot my boy, white boy James, you know, legit balling, all that. <clears throat> and then after that, Gucci, I, I got I got uh, a song with Gucci on it. And I was like, oh shit, I got to leave Michigan. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was something I prayed for. Like me and God really got like a pack. Like God be showing me stuff. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. We really got like a pack. So it was like, yo, oh, yeah, it's going to go down. It's going to go down. And then when it don't go down the way you go, I'm like, oh, no, maybe that's not what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. So what keep me going is God too, though. I I can't lie. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, like if God tell you something, it must be going to be big. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it don't happen. You be like, damn, damn, that ain't it. That ain't it. That ain't it. So it kind of keep you on your toes. Yeah. yeah. If we feel that. 
Um, you talked a lot about uh, perfecting your craft. So we talk uh, or orgasmatron way eighty seven <laughs> said how he long? freaky as hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we posted that one of his questions before. Orgasmatron, man, you Orgas- freaky as hell, dog. Why did I think you was talking about a VST? I was like, see, you mess around with orgasmatron. What, what? sounds you making? Man, he's so freaky, man. Get your hey, man. That nigga crazy. I've heard his name before too. I feel like it was like yeah, that nigga one make of his beats make it, man. Like he's so freaky, man. Yeah, um, but he said, how long did you make beats? <laughs> So they were good enough to be placed or good enough to make a career from it. I always made, I always in my heart knew I made hard beats, bro. It's not a doubt in my mind when I'm like, like I just knew, like I, I walk, like if you study all the great people, they work hard, bro. They work hard. That's ain't no secret thing that you but can just do. Just think about success is gonna happen overnight. <laughs> you have to work hard, man. It, it's just like if you look at Kobe, man, a nigga. Works hard. Jordan, he worked hard. Gucci, he worked hard. You know what I'm saying? All the great the Migos, they work hard, bro. Like they work. Like I see it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I work hard. My eyes is fucked up from looking at the computer screen so much. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I work hard. Period. You know what I'm saying? Anybody that's good at what they do, they work hard. They go through the through the through the through the lessons to get where they go. If you if you think you're just gonna spend two, well, you get what you, you get what you, you get what you get out what you put in. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Period. You ever had any um, lazy, lazy run or a time period where you were like fell off working? Yeah, but guess what? The times that I was working hard made up for that time. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was a time where I was uh, overweight. You know, I'm still overweight. I'm still fat as fuck, but. I was 500 pounds. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I had to get most of that. So it was a time where I'd be tired of working out and boxing and doing all that to get that off me. But the beats that I had in the stash was... Making up for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, making keeping up for the time. Going. Keeping me going. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So now that I got my little regimen back and my body back adjustment, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm back to, all right, let me try rapping. And I, that was last year, bro. And I had, you know what I'm saying? I might just make one beat, but... I thought I was falling off, but really, you sustain. You know what I'm saying? You kind of, like, you know, learn everything that you need to learn. Like, I might not be in the studio. I don't really work hard no more. It's really, like, here, like, like this is what I got. Mm. Oh, let me start doing this. You know what I'm saying? But that comes from years and years of, like, you know what I'm saying? And the reason why, yeah, years and years of, like, ground pound going crazy, like, every day, 20 beats a day. Uh, learning how to mix, uh, listening to this. Like, I did that for years, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Until it was time for me, like, oh, shit, now I'm making some money. Okay, now I can relax a little bit. Let me work on my weight shit. Let me work mm-hmm. on eating right. Let me work on reversing because I had, like, some some health problems I had to, you know, take care of. And that's what got me eating, being yeah, vegan Talk, talk to shit. us about that. You, you still on the vegan. I know you were talking about in the in that Red Beans and Rice song. You are talking a little about health scare at the end there. You opened up a little bit about that. Yeah, like, you know, I was a pre-diabetic, um, high blood pressure. Like, the doctor was like, yo, man, if you don't take these pills, you're definitely going to die. I'm like, well, damn. damn. Like, damn. Wow. Like, so I took the pills, and I'd be laying there, and my head would be flowing. I'm like, man, I'm not taking this shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? I seen my grandma go from one pill to three pills, from three pills to six pills, from yeah. six pills to nine pills. And nothing's changed. And nothing's wise. changed. Right. Like, she's getting worse. So I'm right. not taking that route. Right, right. And so, you know, me and my ex at the time, we'll be going through YouTube 
YouTube. I go to. I'm. I am a graduate. I go to YouTube University. Bachelor degrees. I'm nigga. I'm a master in YouTube University. So that's why I found Doctor Sebi. Like you know what I'm saying. Doctor Sebi for real, for real. That was before Nipsey or anybody was talking about. I found him talking about this shit and yeah, alkaline. So he put me on game, and then after a while, I seen Walker Flocker. Like he was. Big as hell. Then out of nowhere, the nigga was skinny. I'm like, at the end, man, bro, what the fuck is you doing, bro? Mm. And he was like, oh, yeah, I got to hook you up with, you know, doctor, uh, these doctors down here. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's what, that's, that's and, and they put me up on fasting. And mm-hmm. from fasting, I had learned from, you know what I'm saying? You know, Dr. Amon and Dr. Amsu. I, I do got to plug my boys. Mm. Apologize. Shout out Dr. Amon. They're here in the A? Yeah, they're here in the A. Yep. And uh and I from fasting I started like losing weight. But then fasting I started realizing other things too. Like my mind started getting clearer from like a lot of the things that used to bother me don't bother me no more. Or a lot of things I used to be scared of don't scare me no more. Mm. Or a lot of things that used to you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You start understanding it's really a spiritual war. Like when you when you when your body goes through those stages of headaches shimmering from food and crying and then that motherfucker shut up you be like oh you're just like a little badass kid bro <laughs> like really you can really just like not cry like you can really like just go get some food from somewhere else like we got fat store nigga like you know what like you start you'll start talking to your body like I had an Achilles injury that shit gone all that shit from really just talking to my body like understanding that my body is a different entity from who I am like mm-hmm. you're a three part like you're amazing like everybody's amazing like you know what I'm saying but you have to go through that that threshold to get to to learn that like mm-hmm. you're gonna go through your own personal struggle and nothing is given to you without sacrifice mm-hmm. so after you after you go through your you know a little time of sacrifice you're gonna be like oh shit damn like one time I had thought like I was fasting I'm like, man, it'd be... I, for some reason, I started about thinking about Michael Jackson, man. And you know what I'm saying? He had uh, got his hair on fire for that Pepsi commercial. But I'm like, it'd be hard if I had a Pepsi commercial. You know what I'm saying? I was fasting. And guess what happened three months later? I got a sink for a Pepsi commercial, bro. Right. No cap. Crazy. And so I was like, oh, shit. Like, we powerful, man. Like, we, damn, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of things about us in this wor- world that we're not educated on. And so just because you're systemally educated don't mean you're really smart. Because I know a lot of smart people with degrees that don't know how to make money. Mm-hmm. So does that make you smart? Mm-hmm. You could be spiritually like, like on some real shit. I know a lot of people, like if you go across seas and you go to Africa and stuff, there's people living in poor conditions, but they're happier than us. You ever thought about that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You ever thought why? Nah. Because you're not you're not putting that type of food in your system. You're not putting those type of things, those type mind. of waves in mm-hmm. your mind, in your brain. Mm. Like when you were a kid, you ever just study kids? Like yeah, we're sure. all big kids, but so little kids, the they don't give a fuck about nothing. They just yeah, yeah. be having fun and shit. They don't gotta they ain't get struck in by the world yet. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it's it's best to when you fast, it's kinda like you kinda like freeing yourself from all the Chunk that you done picked up along the way, the heartbreaks, the letdowns, the you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. So when I went to Milan, there's another thing to help. When I went to Milan, that food is real nasty to me. Like I don't know what the fuck they do to the shit. <laughs> but Milan, I, where's Milan? Italy? Yeah, I went okay. to Italy. 
And I was like, man, this shit nasty as fuck. I don't want to eat this shit no more. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, fuck it. I'm on my weight loss shit. So you know what I'm saying? I'm working out hard. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just, when I get back to the States, I'm just have to work out super hard. So I started eating nothing but the croissants. Every morning, oh, croissant, shit. croissant, croissant. Uh, but guess what happened to your boy? I lost 10 pounds. Mm. Eating croissants? Eating croissants, bro. Yeah. I thought you were going to say the opposite. I thought no, you were going to say I, put on like No, I lost yeah. it. And wow. that's when I figured out. I'm like, yo, okay, so the stuff in our stuff is confusing because it's like, it kind of confused me. So I'm like, yo, that's when I started figuring it out. You know, the stuff that they put in their bread and they, in our bread is different. We put more. Ours is fake. Like fake bread and there's like real legitimate bread. Our food is fake, period. Like, shit, you know what I'm saying? That's the reason crazy. why it's nasty to me because it ain't got as much sugar and, and all that other shit that we're used to eating. Right. So after I started fasting, now I can eat that shit and it tastes normal to me. Mm-hmm. If I eat this shit, I feel like I'm gonna, like, I feel fat. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like super, like, mm-hmm. if I went back and, and ate, like, yesterday I ate some bread for the first time in a long time. I felt like heavy. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I feel you, bro. That's like even going on a break from drinking soda, and like today was the first time I had soda in a while, and I was like, "Ooh, boy!" Yeah, man. like it shocked you, like right? Yeah, but yeah. then I was like, eh, "It's not bad." But not yep, bad. and then you, and then guess what happened? And the re-addiction starts. Yep, starts. Guess what's because it All happened right. to me and Rupert. Like right now, I'm on my bench. Like I, I just fasted for Ramadan, so mm. well, I started drinking a uh, Rupert. Like I it's can't stop drinking root. this shit, man. Like I can't stop drinking it. Like I'm like, but you said no when we came in. It was a root beer sitting right yeah, there. I'm, see, I'm. Yeah. That was a test. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> no, it's like, you gotta, you gotta, like, you gotta treat yourself. No, nigga, we ain't doing it. No. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know when you go on your fast, do you have the intention of, be, we go on time? We got two minutes, less than two minutes. Ah. You go, on, all right, real quick. Do you go, what's your intention when you go into a fast? Is it solely um, to strengthen yourself or is there like a spiritual reason behind it? Or, because some people will go on a fast just for the physical diet part. Mm-hmm. I go on fast when it's time. Mm-hmm. If I do too much uh, bullshit and I'm like catching like down waves, it's time. It's mm-hmm. time to get back up to where I know I need to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I done did too much bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I done did too much fucking, too much smoking, too much <laughs> right. too much everything. I'm I'm catching it. You know what I'm saying? I'm catching the blues. I call it catching the blues, but it's really like depression, anxiety, all that stuff that come with. That stuff, it's deep, bro. Mm, yeah. But then Facts. when you fast, you kind of like go back up to where you need to be and nothing like bothers you no more. You like, be like straight. Right? Mm. Yeah, you be you be really like on some like, on some thinking like you Albert Einstein and shit. I'm <laughs> listening to books. Oh, you could never get me listening to books when I was like, come on, listening to what? Come on, <laughs> never doing that. But yeah. like, like when you get that shit, when you knock that shit off, you, you open to, you be open to it, bro. It's kind of like amazing, like for real. I do that shit silently. I ain't even tell people I do that. Mm. Audio book. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> man we got, we like, got 20 uh, seconds, but man, we appreciate you, man. It's been a dope episode, man. Oh, Everybody yeah, already man. knows where they go follow you. At yeah. Honorable C-Note. At Honorable C-Note. Make sure y'all download my album, Signs. I'm dropping next month, though. Now I'm staying in y'all niggas' face. Y'all got me fucked up. Let's get it. <laughs> All right, y'all. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe. We out. Peace.